Welcome to WTBU News Today, I'm Willander Nico. Boston has been quite cloudy lately, but reached temperatures of up to 78 degrees yesterday. Temperatures hit a low of 67 degrees overnight last night, but today, Boston is expected to reach a high of 79 degrees with overcast skies. On Saturday, the heat is expected to continue amidst rain showers with a high of 82 degrees. Boston will cool down for Sunday with a high of 71 degrees and a low of 49 degrees. Moving on to a brief stock market update, yesterday the Dow closed down about 150 points after a net increase of about 550 points on Wednesday. The Nasdaq and S&P were also down yesterday by about 43 points and 6 points respectively. Now we'll head over to Grace Ramey with a story about the Boston Marathon. For the first time in its history, the 2020 Boston Marathon is canceled after previously being postponed due to the persisting coronavirus pandemic. Despite holding its ground during the two world wars and the 1918 flu pandemic, the public safety guidelines which remain in place in Massachusetts make it nearly impossible to host the race's usual 30,000 runners. In its place, the Boston Athletic Association, or BAA, has shifted to a virtual format that allows runners to tackle the historic route at any time between September 7th and 14th. This newly adopted format allows for runners to be on the course the same time as some of their fellow athletes and will also be put into practice for this summer's Falmouth Road Race in Cape Cod, which boasts a 10-mile course along the coast. Although a full refund will be granted for all runners' entry fees, those who complete the marathon will receive their medal in the mail. Hosting virtual events online through the newly coined Marathon Week Thomas Grillick, the chief executive of the BAA, announced, While we cannot bring the world to Boston in September, we plan to bring Boston to the world for a historic 124th Boston Marathon. Boston looks forward to the marathon every year to bring in $200 million to its businesses, along with hundreds of thousands of spectators, volunteers, and vendors. Although the sentimental aspect of the cancellation is frustrating for the community and a time of immense economic insecurity, the Boston Marathon had the potential to be a saving grace for the city's current shortcomings. In Belmont, Massachusetts, I'm Grace Ramey for WTBU News. And now an update on coronavirus deaths in the United States from Hannah Yoshinaga. The number of deaths from coronavirus in the United States officially reached 100,000 on Wednesday night, only four months after the first cases were reported in the country. According to data from Johns Hopkins University, on average, almost 900 Americans have died every day since the first U.S. coronavirus death on February 6th. In a tweet on Wednesday, former Vice President Joe Biden wrote that, quote, There are moments in our history so grim, so heartrending, that they're forever fixed in each of our hearts as shared grief. Today is one of those moments. To those hurting, I'm so sorry for your loss. The nation grieves with you, unquote. Although the number of new cases has decreased in recent weeks, the U.S. still leads the world in confirmed deaths and cases, and both numbers could be even higher due to a lack of adequate testing. Members of the White House are particularly concerned about Chicago, Los Angeles, and Washington, D.C., where the numbers of cases have not significantly declined. Medical experts advise Americans in all 50 states to continue taking appropriate precautionary measures to prevent the spread of the disease. In Orange, California, I'm Hannah Yoshinaga for WTBU News. Up next... An update from Audrey Porter about the airline industry. American Airlines will reduce its management and support staff by 30%, a reduction of about 5,000 jobs due to the economic pressures resulting from the coronavirus. According to CBS News, American is also offering voluntary buyouts through June 10th in an effort to, quote, 
rain in expenses as millions of dollars are lost daily from operating fewer flights. In a memo written by Elise Eberwin, Americans Executive Vice President of People and Communications, Eberwin stated, quote, we need to reduce our cost structure, including our most significant expense, the cost of compensation and benefits, end quote. Despite the federal government's $25 billion bailout in April to the nation's biggest airlines, large airline companies continue to cut their staff. Earlier this month, United Airlines warned of a 30% reduction in the company's management and administrative team. And on Thursday, Delta Airlines announced it will offer employees two voluntary exit programs. Currently, the U.S. has a 14.7% unemployment rate, with more than 40 million Americans filing for unemployment since the coronavirus pandemic began. In Richfield, Connecticut, I'm Audrey Porter for WTVU News. Finally, a story out of France from Inyong Kim. France Prime Minister announced on Thursday restaurants, parks, and bars will reopen starting June 2nd. According to France 24, Prime Minister Edouard Philippe said in Paris, only the outdoor restaurants and bars are authorized to open, but will have to wait until June 22nd. As the lockdown eases gradually onto its second phase, France will lift restrictions on domestic travel for holidays and open resorts on June 22nd, on time for the summer season. Museums and theaters will reopen to the public as well, but will require their visitors to wear masks and practice social distance. More schools nationwide will resume in the next phase. However, large indoor gatherings are not allowed during phase two, and all meetings of more than 10 people are prohibited. France started relaxing its restrictions on May 11 and occupies now the 10th position on the country with the highest number of confirmed cases, counting with approximately 145,746 cases. The Prime Minister said in a speech, this phase is important for French citizens as cafes and restaurants, quote, are part of our art of living. In Newton, Massachusetts, I'm Inyoung Kim for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Gabby Lopez, Megan Gregoire, and Evan Jimenez, I'm Will Andronico reporting from Bolton, Massachusetts for WTBU News.